Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Turk Ferguson Report and our Conversations with Coaches series continues. Uh, this time we are in the regular season and we've got Coach Kyle Atkins, the head coach of the Campbell Spartans out of Smyrna, Georgia, on the line. Coach Atkins, how are you this evening? I'm doing outstanding, Art. How are you, man? Doing well. Thanks Thanks for joining today, Coach. In season, I know you got you all are on a bye week this week, a little early, but uh, you getting a little rest? Uh, you know, I, I think during the season, I don't know that you ever really get any rest. Uh, you know, we, we've had a, a pretty challenging schedule, uh, up to date and, and, um, you know, we've got a few bumps and bruises and, you know, trying to heal those up and, and, uh, just really trying to focus on us and, and, and just getting better at what, what, at what we do at Campbell. Could be a coach. This is your second season or second full season over at, uh, or I say not full season, we're three games into it for you, but second season over at Campbell. Tell us a little bit about your history, uh, where'd you get your start, and who's influenced you the most? Well, you know, I, I was the head coach down in Columbus, down at Shaw High School for three years. Um, and that that kind of got my got got everything going. I, I was the, the offense coordinator there, and then uh, head coach walked in one day and didn't want to do it anymore, and they offered me the job that afternoon, and that's just kind of where it went from there, and you know, had some success there and coached a lot of really great kids and, and was a part of a great community there in Columbus. And then, um, I took the job at Pope high school, um, uh, after that, which brought me to the Metro area and, um, you know, did, did some good things there, had some, had some, some, some good players that are, uh, played a lot of kids early, played a lot of, uh, freshmen there. I actually started seven freshmen my first year there. And seven A football. A lot of people thought I was nuts, but you know, a lot of those ki- a lot of those kids have got FBS offers right now too. So I think we, you know, kind of saw what they could do. And then, uh, you know, Campbell is a place that that I've always kind of had my eye on, uh, even even when I was an assistant. Um, and I just I knew that there was something special about it. And and a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff that people don't know about the Smyrna area. You know, it's obviously the home of the Braves, and and it's one of the the, the biggest and fastest growing areas in all of metro atlanta mm-hmm. and um you know it, it's it's pretty cool i mean you know like today we we opened a new chick-fil-a there on south Cobb drive and you know they had our football players and baseball players and our drum line and our cheerleaders and all that there and you know and i'm i'm a south georgia guy that's where i was born and raised and and um you know you've got county commissioners walking around city councilman mayor you know chief of police and all this kind of stuff and and i and i think you would be hard pressed to find another area in metro atlanta where you can you can say those sorts of things and i think that's kind of what makes that little place so special is that you know you're in the heart of basically everything and it kind of has a little small town feel to it now in terms of influences i i've i've been really really fortunate really blessed to work with a lot of really good people uh uh, David Cochran, who was the head coach at many schools in, in the state of Georgia, gave me my first opportunity to coach when I was student teaching. Uh, Dexter Copeland was, has been a huge influence with me. You know, he's head coach at Macon County, won a state championship two years ago. Uh, had a chance to actually work for Dan Ragel down in Ware County, uh, who was my high school coach in Americas. You know, he did a lot of great things. I worked with Bobby Hughes and Macon at Howard, you know, who's up at Cass now and, and just a tremendous man, tremendous football coach. And, Everybody that I worked with, you know, I, I pulled positives and negatives, you know, and, and I, I think I kind of did the, the same thing that everybody does when, when they have aspirations of being a head coach. You kind of make a checklist, make a binder, you know, you, you, 
you say or make mental notes, you know, this is what I want to do or this is what I don't want to do and all those kinds of things. But, you know, it's just been really, really fortunate to work with a lot of great people that entrusted me with a, uh, a lot of responsibility at a really early age. And, and that's, that's kind of what I try to do for my staff now. Coach, you talked uh, in our intro, you talked about uh, a difficult, uh, I won't say difficult, challenging schedule. Uh, you, you opened with Villarica and then had to face perennial power, powers, uh, Roswell and, and North mm-hmm. Cobb. Um, outside of those, what's, what are some of the challenges that you face coming into this season? And I don't know if rebuilding a program is the right mm-hmm. word, but last season, if uh, people who don't know, you all – uh, qualified, uh, made your first playoff appearance uh, the first time in 11, in 11 years uh, last mm-hmm. season. So I, I would kind of call this a rebuilding or rebranding type of, of what you're doing at Campbell. But what, what are the challenges you face? Uh, I think, I think you know, I, I've um, have had a chance to talk to Coach Probst down at Calker County on several occasions. And, and we, we I ask him a lot of questions that I think are asked him, especially during their playoff run last year. They, they did their walkthroughs at our place. Uh, on Thursdays mm-hmm. and uh, I asked him some questions along the way. And one of the things was, how do you get kids to, to stop watching the scoreboard? Mm. The first time I asked him that he, he looked at me a little bit strange and he said, he says, well, they just can't do it. And I said, well, coach, I understand that. I said, <laughs> but you know, you can't tell me that maybe you didn't deal with something like that similar at, at Calquit. Cause you know, when he took over down there, they, they weren't playing real well. Mm-hmm. And he said, that's one of the things that we just focus on, you know, play each down for each down, each series for each series, you know, and, and just, just go turn it loose and basically have tunnel vision and never look up. You know, we were, we were five and six a year ago, uh, made the playoffs for the first time in 11 years, like you alluded to, but we had a couple other teams on the ropes and it was like, we woke up. That's what I said to my staff. We woke up and we looked at the scoreboard and we're like, wait a minute, we're not supposed to beat these Mm -hmm. guys. And I think that's something that we've tried to really get away from. And, you know, you mentioned we opened with Villarica. Villarica has got a heck of a football team. Um, Rico Zachary, I, I consider a, a strong colleague of mine, and, and he's doing an outstanding job. Of, man, they got some guys over there that can freaking play. Um, Matt Kemper's doing a great job at Roswell. I know things didn't go like you wanted them to a year ago, but he's a solid, solid football coach and a good man and, and has done a good job. And, Shoot, they just slapped us in the face and we just weren't ready to play. And then North Cobb is, is a team that, that Campbell has kind of struggled with, um, you know, in the lower levels you know, that haven't really had a chance to play at the varsity level all that much. But I don't think you, you get better and I don't think you build your brand as a program going up and lining up against people that you know you're just going to run off the field. Mm-hmm. I think you have to have those challenges and, you know, we have a small region. And so you have to go out and you have to find five non-region games. And and I think you want to be battle-tested when you get to those games because at the end of the day, when you start that region schedule, everybody's zero and zero. And I felt like that hurt us a little bit going into the Pebblebrook game last year, uh, which is our first region game. I think we thought in some spots we were a little bit better than we really were. And that's something that I wanted to make for certain this year. When we got to that, we would know our strengths, know our weaknesses, know what we could do, know what we couldn't do. I just think that's really important rolling into region play. Plus, I wanted to play some people that were a little different, mm-hmm. you know, and some, some people that maybe Campbell hasn't played or maybe just haven't played lately. Um, 
I just think that just kind of exposes your brand and exposes your kids to, you know, bigger and better things. Sure. Absolutely. Coach, uh, some of the surprise players this year, um, I know you filled out our, our questionnaire and, and told us some of the players you thought your top offensive returners. Yeah. Has any, has there been anybody who's been a surprise for you? A pleasant welcome surprise this season so far? Well, yeah, I can, I could probably name a couple. Um, uh, Fernando Crawford has stepped in and played, come, come to play quarterback for us. He, he was a receiver and free safety for us a year ago. And, um, you know, we, he, he's come in and, and taken on the quarterback position, never played it before. Um, but he's got a live arm, super smart kid. Um, and, and is going to play at the college level for somebody. He's going to be a heck of a football player, but just basically coming in and taking the reins and, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm our play caller and, and I'm our worst critic. And for him to be able to step in and, and play quarterback for me is, is tough as I am on quarterbacks. And I know I am. Um, he's done a heck of a job for us on the offensive side. Uh, we, we also had a receiver that, um, moved down from North Carolina, Malie Jones, that's come in and done an outstanding job for us as well. Um, you know, he just, it's just one of those deals where, you know, the, his mom got a job in, in the Smyrna area and they moved down and, and you know, it just kind of happened. Um, and, and on the offensive side, I would say those are probably the two biggest surprises. We have a lot of great kids that play with a lot of tenacity and a lot of heart and, um, do a great job. Uh, defensively, I would say probably Jeff McKendall, uh, would, would probably, I, I don't know that I would call him a surprise, but he, you know, is, is, you know, bring, bringing quality production to the, to the field, just, just as, as a, as a product of, of the hard work that he puts in and the time that he puts in. And, um, he's a little bit undersized, but he's, he's physical and he just flats get after you. So I, I would say maybe if you, you want to call them surprises, I guess you could probably, probably, uh, probably label those three. Coach, uh, not just the surprises, but now this question kind of alludes to who did you expect to have, or, or if, if I'm coming to a Campbell game, who were some of the names that you say, hey, these are standout guys for us. We, we, we know what we're getting from them night in and night out. Well, uh, just on the offensive side, I would say Tavion Jackson, uh, senior running back. Uh, he's electric with the ball in his hand, does some really great things. Uh, Javias Bradford uh, plays in the slot for us and, and does a lot of really good things and, and is you just can't you can't hem him up in a phone booth. Uh, up front, I would say uh, Eduardo Mental, uh, our our senior guard, uh, has done done an outstanding job and is going to be a heck of a football player for somebody at the next level. And Thomas Salvador, uh, which is now going into his junior year as a two year starter at, at tackle for us, has done done some outstanding things. Um, defensively, we're we're young in some spots, um, and 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 we're still kind of trying to find our way there a little bit. Um, you know, senior Miles Virgil is our middle linebacker and, and kind of make sure that everybody's lined up and has done some really good things. Uh, junior uh, outside linebacker Wade Devison has come in and just done an outstanding job for us. Uh, really has done a tremendous job in the weight room and is, is just very, very coachable on the field and will just knock your lights out. Uh, so I guess if you were to come to a Campbell game, um, those are probably some names that you would probably hear over the loudspeaker a, a pretty good amount. Absolutely. Coach, we, 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 we understand that these are football players, but they're also students. So one of the questions I love to ask in, in, in a coach's eyes, who are some of the guys that are all-stars in either in your community or in the classroom and, and kind of what, what makes them that, that, what makes you say that about them? 
Well, I tell you, man, that, that's a tough one. Um, that's a tough one because we we demand a lot of our kids. Um, you know, I have an advisory group called the Spartan Leadership Team, which uh, is comprised of uh, sophomores, juniors, and seniors that we meet once a week. And we just talk about things that are going on in the locker room. We talk about, you know, what we've got going on that week. We talk about, you know, good practices, bad practices. We talk about, you know, travel plans if we're on the road. You know, I get feedback from them. They vote on a lot of things, you know, because at the end of the day, it's their team. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's something that we do. And, and the, the cool thing about that group is that they're, they're nominated by their peers. So they're nominated by their peers, you know, in their class. So we've got kids that do that. It's really hard, man. I, I would say to, to single out any, indi- any individual, uh, with us being in Smyrna and with, with it having a small town feel. You know, the elementary schools are always wanting us to come and, and, and work the bus lanes and work the carpool lines. And, you know, we have kids there for that. And we, we put all that stuff on social media. And, you know, today we, we opened up a brand new Chick-fil-A there in, in Smyrna and they wanted kids there. So, you know, I had three football players that were there. And, you know, we have, um, you know, the Smyrna birthday celebration, which is the first Saturday after school starts. And it's a huge, huge deal for the, for the people there. And I think we had anywhere from like 12 to 15 kids there on a Saturday for that. And there's just, it's hard to really single anybody out with that because we provide so many opportunities for our players in our program, you know, to go do those sorts of things because we have kids that are going to play at the next level. And I mean, as you see, as you sit down and you watch college football games on Saturdays, there's just a lot more to, to play in than just going and putting the pads on and going on the field. They don't understand the amount of influence that they have over, over the young people in the community. And, and that's something that we're, we're trying to prepare them for. So, you know, so if they're called upon to do something like that, to take a leadership role at the next level or, or to be involved at the community for wherever college or university they choose, that they're prepared for it, you know, and, and then that's somebody that that program can actually lean on because they know they'll do a great job. Well, Coach, that's that's great to hear that you all at, at Campbell are providing opportunities uh, for for leadership and, and for community service. Coach, let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit here. I, I know that any any coach I talk to asks this question, and and I, I know the coach speak answer is, "Hey, what's what's the most important game on the schedule?" And, and it's either the first region game or the next game. But are there any rivalry games on your schedule, or any of those region games that are big for the community? Well, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Yeah, there there are, I guess, um, you know, up until really last year. And then before that, probably, probably coach Hockman and coach Ironside, uh, you know, were were the last two coaches that came through there that really had any, any type of sustained success. So it's hard to say, yeah, you know, this one's a rivalry because, you know, the old saying is it's not a rivalry unless both of you are winning every now and then. Mm -hmm. If you're getting, you know, if you're getting your butt kicked, it's probably not much of a rivalry. Um, I would say the Pebblebrook game is probably pretty big. And one of the biggest reasons why is with the school being over in Mableton, a lot of the people that live in Smyrna are not a lot, but some that live in the Smyrna area now and that their kids go to Campbell or they're active with our program. A lot of people went to Pebblebrook. And so I guess there's that little bit of rivalry there. Uh, you know, I think Kevin Saunders does an outstanding job over there. I do consider him a friend of mine and, you know, so anytime we line up, I mean, we want to we want to beat each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say probably that one would would probably be the one that you might want to call it a rivalry. Um, 
and honestly speaking, I, I think some of this other stuff, I think we're trying to develop a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would say Wheeler is one that, that people always kind of raise their eyebrows about in the week of that to you know, kind of see how that one's going to turn out. Um, but I think with us trying to build this brand and, and trying to build this program into what we want it to be, I think we're trying to develop those rivalries and those where, you know, you may sit down with the schedule and you may circle that one every year. Mm-hmm. So, On the phone with Coach Kyle Atkins, the head coach for the Campbell Spartans out of Smyrna, Georgia. Coach, just a few more questions for you and try to uh, – a couple of light ones and then one, one heavy one, but uh, appreciate your time. Uh, yeah, for sure. If, if you weren't coaching or teaching, what, what career would you have chosen, Coach? <laughs> wow. Um yeah, that's a tough one there. Well, when I was in college, I thought I wanted to go to med school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to that first science class and, and kind of saw what we were going to be dissecting and, and doing all that kind of stuff. So I kind of talked myself out of that one pretty quick. <laughs> um, I, I owned my own landscaping business for about 12 years. Um, you know, th- there might have been a part of me that it might have tried to go into turf grass management or landscape architecture or something like that. Um, and maybe do something along those lines. But, you know, even when I was in school and, you know, and everybody gets to that point where they're bouncing things around a little bit, you know, don't want to do this, don't want to do that. And the, the, the coaching and the, the teaching and the things always just kept coming around. Mm-hmm. It just kept coming around. And, and, um, like I said, you know, growing up in America, Georgia, you know, with our local recreation department and then just the, the that many schools that you have in such a close proximity, and just so many great people, people just, you know, open doors for me and, and being, and allowing me to kind of come in and, you know, and, and help here and help there and, and make my own mistakes and all that kind of stuff. And, um, I don't know. I tell my wife all the time that if I don't do this, I don't really know how to do anything else. So I don't really know what I'm going to do. Um, so I guess th- that's probably about the best answer I can give you. Fair um, enough. But, uh, you know, so far I kind of like this, so hopefully I can stick with it a little longer. That sounds good, Coach. Uh, let's talk about your legacy. When, whenever, it, it, whenever you decide to retire uh, from coaching at 10, 20, 30 years down the road, what do you want your legacy to be for the young man who played for you? Hmm. That's a tough one. I mean, you, you mentioned the word legacy. That's, that's, that's a big word. Um, I don't know. I, I think as far as just my teams go, uh, that my, my kids always played hard. They, they always were tenacious, uh, played for 48 minutes, win or lose. Um, I would like to say that the kids that come out of my program are, are not necessarily set for life, but they're prepared for life. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, our society is a little different right now. Um, I, I think there's a lot of coaches that would probably agree with me on that. I mean, you cut the news on every day and you see things that just are almost shocking, you know, how people are reacting to certain things. And I like to think that the kids that come out of the program have a certain level of coping skills mm-hmm. that, that maybe they aren't being taught somewhere else, um, whether that be at home or in school or, or whatever. And I would just like to think that, that we're developing, you know, human beings that, you know, that have a heart, but that, that they're tough mm-hmm. as well. You know, they, they have the ability to adapt to situations and, and, and be great husbands and great fathers, and great stewards of the community. And, and, um, you know, aren't afraid to, to, to step up and, and, and man up for their family, so to speak. Well, coach, so man. I would, 
Go ahead. I would like to think that maybe we can, maybe we're doing that. So, well, coach, if I mean, and even if you reach one, I know you you have several on your team, but man, if you make a difference in one of those kids, that uh, certainly I think there's a lot of truth to those statements that you made about this society and and and, uh, and kind of kids these day and age. But uh, uh, keep up the good work, coach. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, and I agree with you 100. percent Hopefully, we're reaching a little bit more than just one. Sure, but yeah, sure. yeah, but for sure, for sure. Coach, I got a, a light question to, to end up with you. And once again, Coach okay. Kyle Atkins, head coach of the Campbell Spartans. Uh, if if somebody's traveling over to Campbell, or if I'm if I'm headed that way uh, to to watch a Pebble Grant Pebblebrook game, or East Coweta, yeah. or, or Westlake, yeah. what's the best place to get a pregame meal? Oh man, I'm gonna tell you right now. If if you're coming to Smyrna and you're looking for a good place to eat. You're going to have lots of options, man. I'm telling you right now. Uh, there's one right there by the schools called Creekwood, uh, Creekwood Tavern. Uh, it's a real, real wide assortment of, of things on the menu. Really, really beautiful place. Fairly new place. That would be one. Um, there's a place over on Concord Road. Uh, it's called Wade's, which I have not been over there, but I do know that the owner has a player in my junior program. Um, and I know people just rave about that place. Um, you know, those, those two most definitely, um, but we're, we, we live in a very diverse community down there. So we have an incredibly wide assortment of places to eat. So, I mean, you can basically come in and find anything and everything that you could possibly want. Good, good deal. So if anybody's listening and headed over to Smyrna Creek, Creekwood Tavern and then, and then Wade's as well, coach, uh, you're on the bye week this week. Does that, does that mean your wife gets you back for a Friday night or is that out scouting? Uh, you, you're going to be out and about, uh, this Friday. Well, you know what? She actually gets me back for a few hours. I, I, I think, I think she, I think she's happy about that. You know, we, we don't, we don't get many of those, uh, this time of year, but she's fantastic and she, she gets it. Um, I mean, she, she definitely understands, might not always agree with it, but she definitely understands, you know, what this takes. And, you know, and she's a math teacher there at Campbell too. So she's right there in the trenches with me, man. So she, she gets it and, you know, she sees our players and sees the kids every day, good, bad, and indifferent. And, you know, I couldn't, couldn't ask for, for a better wife. Good deal. Coach, those are all the questions we had for you, man. We appreciate you taking some time out during the bye week to talk to us a little bit, a little talk a little about Campbell Spartan football, excuse me, uh, Region 27A uh, over in uh, Cobb County. Coach, uh, a couple more games on the schedule before you dive into region play in, at the beginning of October. Um, you come to uh, Hickory Flat to, to take on the Sequoia Chiefs, and then you go up, uh, take on North Paulding, a couple of a couple of challenging games, like you said, like you wanted. Uh, I know uh, North Paulding, uh, great passing attacks. Sequoia, great running attacks. So you get a couple of different good, different looks uh, before you jump into region play. Yeah, for sure. You know, we, we've you know been able to glance at Sequoia just a little bit this week, and then of course, you know, you know North Paulding now has got a new coach, and uh, you know, so that brings a you know certain set of uh, problems with that, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just trying to prepare. But, you know, at the end of the day, when we come out of these five games, you know, whether that's, you know, three and two, you know, two and three, one and four, whatever it might be, we, we feel like that we're, we're a battle tested group. Uh, we've played in some hostile environments and, and that was our whole mindset as a coaching staff is we felt like that a, a couple of the region games early last year with Pebblebrook and maybe even Noonan after that, we just weren't ready for that. And we felt like, you know, things need to be a little bit more challenging. And we did, did a couple of different things in the off season and, and, uh, 
to try to put ourselves in a position where we were playing our best ball, you know, when, when region play came around. So, you know, hopefully that works. Very good coach. Rest up, get healthy and best of luck the rest of the way. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Once again, thank you to coach Kyle Adkins, the head coach of the Campbell Spartans out of Smyrna, Georgia. The Spartans play in region. Please remember to visit our sponsor. You organize it. You organize it helps people create order wherever it is lacking in their lives from simple closet solutions, playroom overhauls, or whole house makeovers. You organize it has a customized solution for you. You can find them on the web at yourorganizeit.com. That's Y O U R G A N I Z E I T.com. You organize it, your space, your time, your life. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's T U R D F U R G E S O N.com. Or on Twitter at Turd Ferguson RPT. T U R D F U R G E S O N RPT. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody. <laughs>